0: Welcome to Vanguard Radio.
1: Bring
0: in, check, will be there. Every too, living off the old welfare I'm bringing James, too, while waiting here. Living off the old
2: So, what, what goes on, Alex? Are we on? Yeah, we're on. Okay. What's new, what's new over there in Kirksville?
3: <coughs> Kirksville, um, not a whole heck of a lot actually, uh, it was a slow weekend I've been out most of it, but i got a bunch of stuff I'm going to be loading up uh, later tonight uh, once we're off air I've been listening to a little bit of uh, Goi Fire 42 and the uh, <laughs> ending of Habeas Corpus and hey, that's something It really is. I detest how they use the word tools instead of powers. You know, it sounds like there's tools enough for everybody, but power, you know, they have the power, you have the power, and they want to take that power away from you. And, of course, the media, which is an arm of the government, never puts it like that. Oh, you know, we need to give Alberto Gonzalez and illegal aliens some new powers and and let him take them because, you know, if anybody knows how to run a country, it's Mexicans. I'm sure they wouldn't abuse their power. I'm sure the millions of people are fleeing north for no reason.
2: I don't know, I you know there there's a lot of ways to look at this. One can be uh one can be pessimistic, uh you know, and then again, uh for some people like me, uh I want to uh I want to work as hard as I can right now. And uh it, this kind of stuff, you know, motivates me. It, it doesn't make me scared. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, there was a story in uh, Solzhenitsyn and and he was saying that um so many of the Russians, when the uh, when the call when the you know the car would drive up, or the uh, 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 or the, the knock would come on the door, would just you know passively uh, go along with you know uh, go in the car. And uh, Solzhenitsyn said that he witnessed one woman who, who who when the when the black Mariah, the the, the cars that the secret police would have uh, called up, uh, she uh, she started screaming as loud as she could in the in the public street. And uh, the the KGB people, or Cheka, or NKVD, whichever they were, uh, they 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 panicked. They didn't know what to do. And she went and grabbed a light pole, and uh, and you know <laughs> refused to be pulled off the light pole. And uh, yeah, there's you know, something to
3: be said for shrieking and fighting.
2: Yeah, exactly. And uh, and so you know this kind of stuff. I mean, it, it's pretty gloomy stuff what they're doing right now. But um, you know what the hell? I mean, I mean. You know, as you said, also what soldiers Well, they're doing it,
3: you know, know, they're doing more or less what they want and have been for a long time, regardless of the law. Yeah. But there's still something uh, more ominous about them formalizing, we can do whatever we want and don't have to prove anything to anybody and won't accept any questioning of what we do. That's just overt, on the face of it, (laughs) dictation to the rest of us. And, you know, they've proven they can't be trusted. Oh, yeah. And yet, uh, we need more powers. We need additional tools. Never called powers, always called tools. And, uh. Well, James is on now with us. Okay. See, I've, I'm going to have some trouble here. What's wrong? Uh, I have my uh, kids asleep. Okay. I think I may have woken her up. So bring on James. Um, bring yeah, he's on, on right now. Oh, okay. And Good, uh, good evening, everybody. How are you back doing? Back hey, James. I'll be right back. Yeah,
2: good. Yeah, that that's one reason why we you know, uh for this month um uh Alex is gonna be kind of on and off and and uh I I love having you on the line, James, because uh I can kinda carry on a conversation with you about a lot of things. And uh, tonight you know, we have um uh our first guest and she'll be on in just a few minutes will be Boot Girl. I, I, I think you know who Boot Girl is, don't you, James?
1: Yes, yeah, sure. I watched the uh, videos on on YouTube, and I was I uh, was quite impressed.
2: <laughs> we, uh, Yeah, someone took the initiative, and uh, those videos were you know pretty popular on VNN. I, of course, the uh, the the Wigger one. I've got a lot of questions about the the Wigger one. That's mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Smedley Butler or whatever his name was. Uh, I don't know, Smedley was that his name? That uh, vampire boy.
1: I think it was, I'm not really sure <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be- tell you the truth, I could not believe what the hell I was watching
2: <laughs> yeah and uh and it, it's uh, well, evidently this is some sort of uh, anti racist wigger,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: uh she just mocked the hell out of him, and uh you know that's uh you know he's he's doing the ape dance and uh and uh and so uh uh it was kind of funny, uh so anyway. Uh, hey, James, just briefly, uh, I know because you're calling from the United Kingdom, but uh, do you know anything more about Mr. Shepherd?
1: I haven't heard nothing that uh, what Alex just posted recently, but that's the latest news that, that I've heard.
2: You know, uh, uh, I did read the O'Farrell column today, and it. it can you believe this? The Queen of England, uh, and I don't know, I... I you know, I always assumed that uh, you know a monarch had some sort of uh, uh, had some sort of uh, you know relation to the people that she was ruling, uh, and you know there was something a little different there than a politician. Uh, and I, I think that a monarch is supposed to be that way, actually, in some some aspects. And um, she's holding. A, this is from the O'Farrell column today, off of Heretical dot com. And uh, she's holding some sort of, uh, at least in her name or in her 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 cathedral over there, uh, she's holding some sort of race convention. And the in the O'Farrell column off of heretical dot com, uh, he's got the posters for the uh, for this uh, r- you know racial equality uh, convention. And there's hardly any white people in it. Uh huh. Yeah, there's all kinds of little nigger nigger children, but there's not there's hardly any white children in the picture at all. Hmm. You know that's that's obviously the what the uh, uh, what what the what they're planning is that for the future of Britain.
1: Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I reported in in the in the latest edition of the Hawthorne Report about what's been happening in the Queen's own city of Windsor. Three days of of um, fighting between white and Asian youths over um, a up, over a. Uh, i call it a mini mosque. Um, it used to be a a place that used to sell milk. <laughs> they've turned the, the they've turned part of it into a a small mosque, and all all held broken loose. Because the Asians attacked this um, lady and her daughter, they attacked her with iron pipes.
2: Oh my!
1: And uh, the uh, the good white youth of Windsor said that was not acceptable. And got together and uh, turned the uh, aggravation o- onto the Muslims. Hmm. So there was four days of fighting in the streets.
2: And it, it, am I also correct? It also appear in your report that the Queen of England—I uh, you know, hate to just pick on England—but uh, the Queen of England has a has a prayer room for Muslims in her castle.
1: There's one Muslim who works in in, in the shop at Windsor Castle the shop where, where you can buy all the gaudy um, I- items about royalty and uh, tea towels and everything, cup, cup, tea cups and everything with the with the queen's face on or, or or the royal quest. There's a Muslim that works in that shop and the queen turned, yeah, she turned her room into a prayer room so as this person to go and pray now, to, re- her, to re- do her re- obligation for the, the Muslim faith
2: remind the uh american listeners who who aren't familiar with uh you know european uh traditions and so forth uh remind them uh that w- the queen of england holds a special title right she is uh more than just a queen she's a a religious figure right
1: she's the uh she's the head of the of the church of england
2: she's the head of the christian church uh, it's a christian church the the christian church of england right huh that that's that's her title
1: she's the head of the she's the head of the English church
2: she's almost like a pope in a way
1: yeah she's basically the uh, popess of the uh, yeah. of the english church and yeah and what is she
2: doing she's uh she's 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 uh she's thrown down her shield and sword
1: mhm she uh yes yeah, she, well, she she might as well fall on her sword because that's what she's doing she's uh Uh, There's a phrase I I, I like to use, and I heard it from an old nationalist by the name of John Tindall, a great man, but kowtowing to the Muslims. Mm -hmm. Kowtowing is a good word, because that's exactly what she's doing.
2: All right, James. Let me try to uh, bring in uh, a boot girl here now. Uh, This is the first time I've I've tried this particular technique for conferencing in people. So uh here we go. Let's see what it works. Let I me mean, let me uh let me send her a message. Uh okay. Calling you Okay. Let me see how this works here. Okay, I'm getting a, a connecting signal. Hello. Hello, Boo girl. Yes. Hi. Uh, welcome hello, to the broadcast.
0: Hello. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, you're 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 a little bit of a celebrity on the on the forum, and I'm I'm sure that uh, uh, the listeners tonight were getting a little bit tired of two uh, two old old gas bags droning on. So. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I enjoy. I mean, maybe show I'm not speaking
2: for James, or I was talking about Alex <laughs> and I.
0: Yeah, anyway, I enjoy listening to y'all.
2: Yeah, what what part of the country are you in?
0: I'm actually right now in Georgia.
2: Oh, are you a southerner? I recently
0: moved. Yes, I am. I'm originally born and raised in Dallas, Texas.
2: Oh, my. Oh, my.
0: Yeah.
2: So, well, I've
0: been in Georgia for like a little over a month, so not that long. Well,
2: let me check the forum here and see if there's anyone who wants to post a question to you before I get... Uh, uh I get going here. you uh, you become quite a popular item on the forum. I'm so happy to have you on here. Uh okay. Everything says uh uh oh good everyone's saying everything's coming in clear. The first thing I'd like to ask you, uh uh before you I'd like to know a lot about, you know, yourself and and what, what caused uh you know you to become racially aware. But um the I think I'm kind of curious uh about one of the films uh and that was the film you made of this vampire I'll call him the vampire and uh uh i I don't know is this is this a real person?
0: yeah, that's a real person he actually i did some research on him, to somebody else, and he actually believes himself to be a vampire he believes himself to be an alien, I don't know, but uh-huh. I had to make a video of him to make fun of him his
2: He's also he is an anti-racist though, right?
0: Yes, and yeah. he's not white either. So.
1: Yeah,
2: he's uh he's got a pretty he's got some boot lips. I'll tell you that. Wow. Yeah. So so he yeah. is a I thought I thought you just may have made this person up out of you know a fictional character.
0: Mm-mm. No, that's a real person. I was just going through YouTube, just uh, looking up some things on racism, and he popped up, and he you know his little videos, so. He's a real person.
2: How long did it take to make something like that?
0: Well, it took since I that was like my second little video I've made just using Windows Movie Maker. It took about a good two hours because I had to chop it up and yeah, yeah, good two hours.
2: I've taken a few stabs at doing videos, and it it's a lot of work. I mean, we can um, yeah. we can we can knock out radio show is pretty quick now uh goyfire is probably the most complex uh radio show that we make uh, i don't know about james has some pretty good production qualities on his show but uh
0: yeah,
2: he does. yeah right that, that intro is really good uh, <laughs> yeah, but, it is. but when you when you have on like on goyfire when you have four or five people on there uh it's really Lot, it's difficult to keep everyone kind of in sync and moving right and uh and when i did some video it, it you know you multiply that uh and it, it becomes very difficult and uh it, it takes a lot of work so you, you you basically just went down to the you know uh, uh, uh an electronic store did you did and get a digital video camera right
0: no or well actually yeah i use yeah just a regular digital camera I mean, to make my video blogs
2: or that? Yeah, either one of them.
0: I just, oh, I just used a regular webcam. Regular
2: oh, really? Webcam. That was just a webcam.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, webcam. That's
2: pretty good.
0: <laughs>
2: wow, I didn't know you could do it that cheap in terms of price.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Because wow. right. I, I thought you had a, I thought you had a, uh, uh you know, like a, a you know. a, $1000 camera or something like that you did that with. Wow. No. Wow. I I have would a question.
1: Like one. <laughs> I, have, I have a question for a Boop girl. Uh, what made you start to go into video blogging? What was the uh impulse to start doing that?
0: Um well I I don't know I loved YouTube and there is actually a ring of people on YouTube that video blog and uh I just found it real interesting, you know. I was the fly on the wall, if you will. It was just interesting just watching people in their daily lives and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just decided to start video blogging myself. And those were my first blogs that everybody has been watching. And I wanted to just put myself out there and put what I believe in, you know, before everything else. So, that's what made me start. I was just interested in it.
2: Uh, before before we go off into another direction uh, on this kind of technical matter, uh, and then all the software that you use to edit this uh, was it, is all is all that software free?
0: Yeah, the Windows Movie Maker that's
2: free. Oh, use it Windows. It just
0: come with your yeah, it should come with Windows software.
2: Wow, so you really got this? Uh, I mean, this whole thing didn't really cost much money at all. Oh no,
0: it's free. Yeah, free wow. it. except for the webcam so. yeah. and, the, and the shitty microphone that I had.
2: Yeah, the microphone needed a little bit of help. Uh, this is a <laughs> yeah, this is a, a subject we talk a lot here on on uh, on m broadcasting. Uh, on one of these uh, f- uh, blog threads, Alex put a, a link to a microphone that cost about I don't know, fifteen twenty bucks from Radio Shack, and it work. You know, yeah. Everyone who wants to be on this show, I, uh, I recommend. It'll, it'll
3: work. There may be better microphones. Yeah, uh, I'm back, but I got to keep it low here. But okay. uh, yeah, yeah, that that's a good. I, I don't know. Is there a microphone that we know for a fact is better than that Radio Shack one?
2: Well, I think they're all kind of in in a category. It, when I go to the like this huge computer warehouse, there's, there's like. Clusters of, of uh, headsets that run for like ten dollars, and another cluster for around fifteen or twenty, then another cluster above like thirty. And uh, I, I bought the middle one. Actually, I first bought a, a cheap one, and I wasn't happy with it. And then I had to go back, and I spent about uh, twenty bucks, and uh, and I've been happy with this one. And so, uh, uh, you know, I, I was a lot happier with paying a little bit more.
1: Yeah, if you go if you go to um uh, like 20 25 30, I think mine was twenty twenty eight 28 or 39 or something in that region in in the mid range, perfect.
2: Yeah, you always come in clear. Uh so uh you know for the listeners that uh if you want to do something like this like boot girl, of course, you know YouTube is a lot bigger audience maybe than VNM, but uh you want to do something like this, uh you know VNM will help you. But Boot Girl got this up and going without hardly any uh uh you know hardly any money at all mm-hmm. and so you know look at what she did and she created quite a, a storm and I'm, I'm sure you know there were a lot more people outside of vnn that noticed this i'm i don't have time to visit other blogs or uh too much or other forums so i, I don't know what other people are talking about but I'm,
1: she's I'm sure. a i mean she's an absolute ground breaker for our movement doing this mm-hmm. she's She's gonna go down in history. <laughs> I hope she knows this. <laughs>
0: well, that's nice too. <laughs> because well, uh, um, I,
1: I firmly believe that that this video blogging thing is gonna explode.
0: Yeah, it really is a good idea. It really is.
2: The band. Yeah, I mean, was... I didn't
0: know. I, I, I was first of all, I wasn't gonna put the videos up. I, I wasn't even gonna put them up. You know. I, I was hesitant at the thought, and I just ended up doing it. I guess I'm glad I did. I've got tons of emails from a lot of non-WP people um, who said, you know, they loved what I had to say, and it, it made them think, you know. So even one of the Minutemen emailed me, and said he liked my videos. So it it got out there pretty good. Here, here,
1: here's a here, here's a question for Boot Gal. What was the reaction from the for from the video blogs that you did? Um, without the backdrop, uh, I mean the swastikas, what was the reaction from the fact when you did the video blog without the swastikas, but then then you did one with the swastikas, what was the reaction, or or was the reaction the same on on both?
0: Yeah, the reaction was pretty much the same on both. I mean, well, the ones with the swastikas got more attention. I mean, it got more viewers.
1: Yeah, there's one thing you yeah. can't. There's one thing about a swastika you cannot
2: ignore it. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: well, you know, there's a couple other um, uh, complicating factors. Uh, interesting, uh, interesting side points to your story, boot girl, about the videos, and uh, we want to know more about you. But um, and, we, and we will talk about that. But um, uh, there, your videos were 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 they? They were taken down, were they not? Yeah, they were taken down. Yeah, FS88 is saying that's what happened, and uh, as I recall, that that that's true. And he's saying that he has all her videos uh, mirrored on uh, his site. Uh, this, you can find this on the forums at FinalSolution88.com. So, did, when when they took down your videos, did they, did they tell you about? It? Did they send you an email?
0: No, they just. I just tried to sign in, and it said my account was disabled, and wow. I lost. I lost so much, you know, like little. Videos of my little cousin, because I didn't have them downloaded on my computer, and mm-hmm. I lost all my favorites, videos of its favorites. I lost everything.
2: You know, um, we've been through this. Um, we've been through this now with VNN. I, I've only been with VNN for maybe a year or two, and uh, uh, since I've been on VNN, we've been kicked off of three servers. And uh, mm-hmm. and and the thing is, it's just like the experience you had, Boo Girl. Uh, that there's no explanation, uh, there's no warning. Uh, everything is kind of like an anonymous sort of uh, um, uh, thing. Where we're no, there's there's no explanation at all. It's just off. And in fact, the last time we had one, they literally uh, shut. Uh, VNM went, went to the expense to work with a fellow uh, to get a you know a dedicated phone line, and they actually. The phone company this is a phone company like a t and t they actually went and they turned off the phone line so that you know every, the whole the whole uh, the whole uh, internet service for this for this cable for this um for this internet service provider which included a lot of other people besides just v n n uh everyone was out and there was no explanation there was no email there was nothing there was never any uh any any message at all from them
0: yeah. Every other
2: culture can have freedom
3: of speech but as it seems. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jeff, yeah. Ma- make the point that, uh, I don't know if I'm still on here. You're on. Go- Google just bought YouTube for $1.65 and Google has in the past censored white nationalist uh, news. So yeah, I wouldn't post anything that you don't have a copy of, or you can expect the same treatment. Whatever they call hate yeah, uh, companies awesome. get rid of. Yeah. So, and then the other the other big video place is what MySpace, which I think is owned by News Corp, which is uh, Murdoch, and we know about him, and he's a complete neocon Jew. So, always make copies of what you have.
2: Uh, yeah, and, and, and if you want to put some up, uh, up on uh, VNN, and contact us here.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We will disseminate any good material that people can put together, and we've got a, a global audience. Actually, as, as Jeff, you can tell us from the downloads of Goifyer, and of course, we'll put out anything decent. Make sure that people see it.
2: Are you making any new any uh, any new videos?
0: I plan on doing so. It's just I have a real city connection. I have dial up right now, so uploading them i mean i i made oh, one yeah like it was a three minute video and it took over an hour just to upload it and it didn't even upload all the way and my internet cut off it's just such a hassle
3: oh i bet it is
0: i'm it's in a, a rural area oh so. you're in
2: the rural area of course
3: are you right. in school or are you you out of school now or
0: yeah i'm 22 years old yeah I'm,
3: okay yeah, yeah I, wasn't going sure going back old, to I wasn't sure how old you were from uh I saw your video, but uh, that's a hell of a thing to upload that at what twenty eight k or fifty 56?
0: six yeah fifty six
2: k yeah, well, do you think you're different from most i mean i mean let's talk a little bit more more about you and your experiences i mean do do you think you're different than than a lot of other kids or uh I mean, I look, I'm forty years old, I don't know what's happening with people who are twenty too much. Uh, although they do call this show quite often, and uh, and they come on the air, and I have some idea, but you know I'm I'm, I'm in a whole different world. I'm a parent, and uh, and and you know most of the kids I run into just walking around are you know they you know they're 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 a wigger or on their way to becoming a wigger, uh, uh, you know the sort of person that you you uh, shot a video of, and so yeah,
3: well, and you said you yourself know that culture and and even to an extent came from it, and describe what you think about your generation and its experience of race these days.
0: Well, I think there are a bunch of tools, to be quite blunt. Um, I am different from a lot of kids my age. I don't watch television. I don't watch movies. I Mm -hmm. watch, you know, WP movies. Um, I just read books and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I grew up, actually... My, my all-white neighborhood got taken over. I'm sure that's the case with a lot of them, but they would just, I don't know, they would rather run with the masses instead of be their own person and stand up and say, hey, look, this doesn't feel right, you know?
3: Um,
0: I don't know. I i was always racially aware as a younger child, but I was also taught to accept them as my equals. You know, I have an aunt that's married to a nigger and has mixed kids. Yeah. Uh, my little sister refuses to date nothing but niggers. Yeah, and so I was taught to you know what well, I used to hang out with them. I used to be into drugs because I didn't have a happy home life. Um, I used to be into drugs, and I used to hang out with them. I never did find them attractive. I can honestly say, but I used to be amongst them, and they just I don't know. I learned a lot about them. And
3: what are the main main couple of lessons you learned about blacks from what? seeing them up close? What are the main two or three lessons you learned about blacks from seeing them up close compared to they the way they're portrayed stink. on TV?
0: <laughs> they stink, and they're ugly, and, <laughs> and they're, yeah, they're just nasty people. They really are, and their, their bonics. drives me up the law, and it really drives me up the law when I see white people try to, uh, it's just disgusting to me how white just use, these, use
1: that slang that they use It's absolutely shocking the um the revenue for these rap artists come mainly from these wiggers.
3: Yeah, yeah that's that's quite true
0: Yeah
1: I was reading a report on uh, at some I can't remember what was, was it a newspaper or was it a a music uh, magazine but this black rapper, and I can't remember what his name was. He went on stage, and the audience were just white wiggers. He was the only black guy. Yeah. Him and his entourage and all his roadies. All the rest were white wiggers in the audience.
0: It's a cool thing
2: to be. Well, yeah, you, you know, a, you know, a lot of people probably, you know, like myself. I don't, I don't hang out with. Other white nationalists, because I don't know any other white nationalists, and uh, maybe that's the case with you, uh, boot girl. Is that is that? Do you know other racially aware whites? Uh,
0: not not in person, really.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, person. James is in in Great Britain, and and Alex is on the far side of Missouri, and I'm on the other side, and and I, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of pressure, uh, uh, you know, to be a white nationalist because you're really standing up a lot of cases alone and uh and you know just so you know listeners tonight know and of course you know you're not alone and of course there's a lot of us that are out here but we're all spread out Uh, now do you have any you know resistance from your family or anything like that do uh, are you know are are your parents or you know or family do they know your feelings and and maybe you know agree with them
0: Oh, they know my feelings, and they're they against them, but they still love me. I'm lucky to have that, you know, those kind of parents. Yeah. They, I mean, they don't support me in my beliefs, but my mom does want to hear this radio show tonight because I told her I was going <laughs> to be on it. So maybe she'll hear something, and I don't know. I wanted to hear it though.
3: Well, were there any specific things that happened to maybe, if not to you, then some of your close friends, if not your sister? Uh, that persuaded you that maybe there's a better way than the, the Wigger culture that MTV and the schools have planned for uh, us?
0: yeah. Definitely. Um, I was almost, uh, when I did drugs, a bunch of sticks, you know, overdosed me with a drug that I didn't know much about, which oh. was embalming fluid, and they tried to gang-raise me. Um <laughs> And I also had a gun to my head before I've had a knife to my throat. They're a rough crowd to be around and are dangerous. And the white girls out there that actually run with this crowd of people think that, okay, you know, they're getting all this attention. All they want from you is sex and all they want that's all they want from you. Yeah. I mean, they don't care for your friendship. They don't care about you. They just want your, they just want sex. So.
3: So, what would you conclude about a media that sets white girls up? I, I don't know if you it sets them up for these colored predators, and I know the well, Dallas. And TV
0: is, and BET. I don't know. I mean. It's and just, what? What about uh, the
3: Nike's running ads? Is showing blonde white girls, you know, very attractive, just fawning over uh, nigger nigger football players?
0: Oh, I don't know. When I watch TV, you know, I saw mm-hmm. this on. Sean- P. Diddy did a cologne commercial and all that he had hanging around him in his commercial were white women.
3: Yeah. White mm-hmm.
0: women, you know, just rap artists. So it, it, that's uh, disgusting me.
3: And that's what's getting in people's heads, you think?
0: Oh, well yeah, I mean the media, how they constantly advertise interracial relationships, I mean they const just ever on a billboard sign even, you know, you see a just a plain billboard sign, just advertising for a college. You just see people just of all colors, just in one crowd, advertising for that billboard, and it's everywhere you you turn. Just-
2: mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't know how you relate to your your other female friends, but you know, like when I'm out in the mall with my children or around in public and. You know maybe sitting in a in a in a park or something, and there'll be another white man sitting next to me, you know a stranger I don't know, but someone who looks you know relatively harmless uh you know i mean we may notice a, a nigger with a white woman, and you know i'll 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 say to the fellow sitting next to me, i say you know this is not what my father fought for. Don't you know? Don't you find this disgusting that you would you would see a a, a nigger with a white woman? And you know he, he normally nine times out of ten they'll open up and say you know I, I also find that disgusting. I I can't believe what's happened to this country. And um, and I bring this up because you know when you talk to you know your female friends and uh, uh, you know do you ever say something like you know you know these niggers are, are like fourteen times more likely to carry AIDS. And, you know, they father all these bastard children. I, I don't want them near me. Don't you feel the same way? I mean, have you ever said anything like that to another, you know, white female? Definitely. Yeah.
0: I've lost a lot of friends, though, due to my belief. But that's, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to take because it's a part of who I am. And if they don't accept me, then I I stand up. I'm mainly loyal to myself. And I believe a lot of women should be loyal to themselves. And I'm not... Feminacy or anything, but just people in general in the movement, I think, should be loyal to themselves uh, first and foremost, so that they can carry out their loyalty to the movement.
2: You know, there so is a that's the only way. It's not just you know on on the male side, you know, among the young today. I mean, we've talked about this on Goyfire. Fire a lot of uh, for the white for the white men. It's it the media is trying to uh, steer them to homosexuality and to, and to oh, yeah. be very feminine and weak. And uh, and then you know on the women's side, as Alex just mentioned, it's to get them uh, to go out with niggers. And the war on on you know our young white men and women is just it's incredible.
0: It really is. It really
1: the bombarded,
2: is. Jeff, they are bombarded on, uh, as we
1: all know here on VNN. Uh, they're bombarded by the Jewish media. You can't even even in in these stupid half hour comedy programs in both America and in Great Britain they're bombarded with uh, these apes going after these beautiful white women you can't turn the radio on you can't turn the television on it's there you go to the OCR film it's there the one thing that is really um, it's being shown is um, how can I phrase this it's been shown as wrong is two normal, heterosexual people, a man and a woman, coming together in a beautiful union. That's just, you know, uh, that's like, oh, that's not normal now. Well, yeah, well,
2: it's normal if one of them is black.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. black, yeah, especially yeah. A, a, a black, for the most part, gorilla, and a, a beautiful white, Woman, let's take that evil, that evil race traitor Heidi Klum, that
2: yeah.
1: model, and she's hooked up with that that gorilla deal. Yeah. I mean, and she's she's spawned two. It's two now oh. beasts. She spawned two beasts from from this gorilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has I like to
0: see des- how they
1: do it. Yeah, she's destroyed. She's destroyed gen- she's destroyed centuries of her genetic genes yes. by just doing the yeah. I and
3: mean, she'll realize that one day when she looks at her little muddling you know, yeah. and, and sees how unattractive it is. But right now she's selling her junky jewelry on TV.
2: Yeah, with mm. that Brillo pad hair. Oof. Boy. Yeah, a lot
3: of, a lot of these girls I think remember they're ignorant of a lot of things, and biology is one of them. They may not realize how how truly dark and not very attractive their offspring is going to be. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I mean, Boot uh, girl, do you uh, do you think that some of those girls want to have a black baby, and they think it's going to be in some way more attractive, or just that it's is it purely that they think it's cool?
1: Cool. I think I look yeah, cool. It's it's, it's cool. Cool chick.
0: Well. to have
1: a a, a, a niglet.
0: Well, it's, uh, I mean, when I used to hang around that type of crowd of people, there were a lot of white girls that hung out with them, you know, along with me. And they they always talked about having a mixed baby and how pretty it would be. And, I'd, you uh, yeah. know, I didn't say anything. I,
3: back you know, then,
0: I just was kind of quiet.
3: That, that's a good point because uh, one, one thing that actually angry white female alerted me to, and I hadn't, because I don't pay attention to, Circulars, but if you look in the in the circulars, it's not only that they mix in blacks and whites; they have all kinds of mulattoes and ob- the most Nordic attractive mulattos they can find. Whereas the average mulatto is not attractive at all, uh, and uh, they so they yet again deliberately misleading people as if you do this and this, here's what you're going to get. Well, it's not going to be anything like it looks in the paper. And even if it was, that doesn't count for the non-visible features like the lower IQ and the greater proclivity for violence. So. It really is a genocidal hate campaign against white girls in particular, This uh, uh, so white yeah, men too. I think
0: it's definitely
2: genocide, in my
3: opinion. Oh, it's it's intended that way, and mm-hmm. behind closed doors in their private publications, they admit that.
2: What well, you told us about these horrible crimes of being drugged and and you know perhaps threatened at gunpoint by by Mexicans and niggers, uh, Alex, you talk. We talk every week about this on Goy fire.
3: Well, wasn't it the white woman who happened to be sleeping on a public beach in Florida and was gang raped yeah. by three Mexicans and and boot girl saying they tried to give her some kind of a embalming fluid?
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, they, on the street it's called wet. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, but it's embalming fluid.
3: So. Yeah, and you know, maybe hey, it could kill you. It could. Who knows what it could do to you. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't like oh, the chances would, from being raped by a bunch of Mexicans either for not coming down with some kind of Or two or three, you know, nasty diseases. Yeah. They're just...
0: Embalming fluid really, yeah, made me totally numb. I couldn't move. I was going in and and out of my state of mind. I OD'd on it. So one of my friends was there, and she walked in. And I don't know why they stopped, you know, just through some girl walking in. But I'm glad that they did, and she picked me up. And I just threw it up and, you know...
3: And that's pretty much par for the course if you're going to hang out with uh, niggers and Mexicans. Oh, definitely. Well, ha- approaching a perfect perfect guarantee that something like that will happen to you if you hang around that scene for x amount of time. Have you
2: managed to have you I mean, you know, you
3: know, I you know, when we talked with Lita a couple of weeks ago, she was
2: 16 and she felt, you know, like all you guys want to talk about is, you know, my relations with boys, but uh I'll I'll ask this question anyway. Uh have have you managed to find any decent white men, uh, you know that that will be yeah. man- you have?
0: Mm-hmm. I I have a boyfriend. Uh, that's why I moved to Georgia. Actually, and good. He served in the army for six years, and right after he got out of the army, he, you know, got all tatted up with swastikas or whatever. <laughs> um, he hated being bossed around by niggas in the army. God, he hated uh-huh. it. But he's a really good man. He really is. He Take He's time he's, and he's not a, is
3: he over? He's not in Iraq right now, is he? Or involved with he's that? He's what? He's not still in the army. No, he's in oh, okay. army anymore. Oh, good. He
0: did his six years. He's
3: out. Good. Well, it's better than being in Iraq.
2: You know, I'll, I yeah. I kind of asked this question of you earlier, but maybe uh, for your boyfriend. I mean, did the did the army make him uh, racially aware?
0: Did the army make him racially well? Actually, one of his friends did. Um, his, his friends told him about National Socialism and told him a lot about George Lincoln Rockwell. Uh huh. You know, gave him the book White Power to Read, which is one of my favorite books. And so he just became very interested in it. You know, he believed all of it, and he felt that way. So he just ran with it, I guess. And he stuck by it, and he lived by it, so.
3: Good. Well, how do you find Georgia compared to Dallas?
0: Well, um, I don't live in Atlanta. I live an hour and 45 minutes from Atlanta. But when I went to Atlanta... Just going into highway, into Atlanta on Highway 20. I I got bored. I was a passenger, and I just looked in the cars at people. They were all niggers. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew that Atlanta was the nigger capital of the country, but my God, I felt like it was a twilight zone. Everywhere I looked, just niggers, and it was it was a uh, just slapped me in the face.
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but no...
0: out here where I live right now, though, it's it's majority white and it's gorgeous, gorgeous compared mm-hmm. to Dallas. Dallas is real run down now, and it's there You know, Dallas has become, in my opinion, a huge Section Eight project. I mean, yeah. it's just run down. Mm-hmm.
2: Section Eight, for people overseas or that don't know, is the basically a, a government run program to get niggers into your
3: neighborhood. Whether your neighborhood is urban or rural, yeah. That's right. I also
0: would like to mention, um, you know, um, I think people need to know about, because my boyfriend, he was in the Army at the uh, certain uh, camps or whatever, or the uh, housing, the free housing that the Army provides. He says that there are a a lot of gangs, like a lot of blacks joining um, the Army that are part of Bloods or Crips, and they're getting professional training, and you know, they're being taught how to handle class three weapons and I just think that people need to be aware of that. You know, it's gonna get a lot worse, I think.
3: Sure. Over
0: and, the years, but it just
3: Well remember the snipers up in D C and and one of them had military training, the older guy.
2: John Lee yeah. John Lee Malvo Malvo. Or, yeah, I think it was Malvo.
3: Or was it yeah, Muhammad?
2: Yeah, he was a he was a veteran.
3: Yeah. And so there's also a double standard there, and they don't like any kind of racial tattoos or. or SPLC has been putting out articles claiming that the military is all full of uh, white nationalists, but uh, yeah, they don't have any trouble convicting or admitting black and Mexican gangsters.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I would I would have no doubt that there's a greater predominance of of, of black uh, militants, uh, you know, people seeking military training in the U.S. Army, black and Mexican in particular, but. Did your husband, as far as you know, did did he meet any other racially aware whites in the army? Um, not
0: that I know of. I, okay. I don't think
2: so. Not. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You know, as far as I the scene, I, I can't see that there's a, a large amount of racially aware white people in the military. I think they may come out racially aware, but I, I don't think they go in racially aware. Uh, meaning that, right. that you know they they meet up with niggers and or maybe they have to be uh they have to be commanded by a nigger and uh, you know they say hey this is crazy and uh you know i i grew up here in the midwest and i didn't grow up around niggers and i went to school down the south and uh i when i was first exposed to niggers i was shocked these people are fucking animals and uh uh, uh <laughs> i couldn't believe how you know uncivil they were in their manners and and, uh, and you know, the, hey, they were nothing like oh I saw God. on TV.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, they were like they were on TV.
3: Where's Bill Cosby? <laughs> yeah,
2: where's the Bill Cosby? Who's
3: Keisha Knight Pullum and Malcolm Jamal Warner? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really head.
0: tired of, of calling, like, you know, to pay my bills or whatever <laughs> over the phone, or yeah. customer service, rather, and I get some gigaboo woman or guy <laughs> who does half. A half-assed job at his job. He's so unprofessional. You can barely understand what he's saying. He only got the job because he's black. And, and, and if you, if you keep saying, excuse me, I didn't understand you, they get an attitude with you. And you can't say anything about it or the majority wouldn't. I've said so much to those people. Like, you know, can I please speak to a white person? I'm just open about it. And, (laughs) anyway, so um. But yeah, usually white people they wouldn't say a damn thing about it because you know they, they uh, I don't know, they don't want to be considered yeah, racist. I you would think it's that a black skin would
3: be an automatic disqualification for customer service of <laughs> I mean, all you things. I've so. known neutrals have had exactly that experience. Like calling, like a, say, a credit card company to try to straighten something out, and and or a phone company, and you know they just can't. <laughs> I mean, they can't talk to them, and they they don't want to hear anything. If you're not being called by Jamal in
1: Atlanta, you're being called by Gupta in that toilet bowl, Bombay.
3: Yeah, they've outsourced a lot of call center. Yep, along service jobs as well as the uh, and computer support too.
1: Over here, we get a lot of calls from uh, the uh, Indian subcontinent.
3: The Boscos.
1: from, from <laughs> Rash from uh, I don't know, is it uh, I don't know, Gupta and Rashid who try to. <laughs> You try know, to put on these <laughs> English accents and it's so funny. You know, it's
2: funny, James, because I read an article about this and uh and and they uh it the, these Indians were talking about the, the American customers and they were talking about the English customers and they said that the English customers, you know, people from England, uh that they were particularly harsh and nasty over the phone. Oh yeah!
1: Apparently, the, apparently, these poor souls in, in in Bombay or whatever the heck they are in India, they have to have counselling because when they come across us Brits, we all, we're not very uh, overly enthused with them, to say the least. Hey, uh, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, Boo Girl, uh, you know I, we're all interested in your perspective because you know you've you've um, you've you know you've showed us on the forum something interesting and uh and you know you're you're a lot younger than I am so I'm interested in this too when you look at it what's happening in american white nationalism and you know what is the feeling you get i mean uh you you know as far as like do you say, "Oh my God, why isn't there an organization that that is effective," or or do you say, "Hey, uh, you know, American white nationalists are doing some really interesting things," or you know, as you look at at, at the movement, I mean, what do you what do you think's wrong with it, and what what do you think we're doing right?
0: Oh boy, you well, know, the, the, I mean, not just
2: VNN, but just the whole movement in general. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I'm not. I don't want to say any names.
2: Don't do that. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. Um. I see a lot of uh white nationalists or national socialists uh, resorting to gang violence
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know turning uh, using a certain organization name for his own jihad movement uh one of the you mean like main uh you mean part, like someone
2: with a big head you know an ego trip kind of thing is that what you're saying uh
0: jihad movement like they they're he's he got a lot of people together uh that are white Muslims and Oh
2: really? White Muslims.
0: He, yeah. Wow. He's like got kicked out of this organization. Uh-huh. He was probating for and anyway, and also there's this one guy for another organization, he has a Playboy wife or who used to model for Playboy or something uh-huh. like that and stuff like that. Um I mean
2: so you're, you're, seeing um, a, all, uh, you're seeing a lot of, like, low-class, kind of violent behavior out of whites? Yeah. Is that what you're seeing?
0: Very much so. Okay. Very much so. Okay. And also, um, I mean, there, there's a lot of drama. A lot of drama. And <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a given.
2: Yeah, so yeah. you're seeing a lot but, of self, self-destructive... self I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, I'm, I should let you speak more. I'll, I'll ask you this question again, but you're seeing a lot of, like, self-destructive behavior among these organizations
0: pretty much pretty much um i don't know just people need to get their shit together i just there's so much drama i just tend not to talk to those people at, or have yeah. anything to do with them i just do my own thing and do what's right you know that's what i i just stick to that um there's just too much drama i mean It just feels like I'm in high school again. It really does, with some of the, you know, instances that have been going on. Yeah,
3: that's that's kind of the nature of politics, it seemed to me, after a number of years. And it's irritating as heck, but, yeah, you have to, uh, like you said, focus on getting your own house in order, and really only then can you start working with other people productively because, uh, you know, if you're deeply in debt or you have... You're ridden with some kind of vice, whether it's drinking or drugs or whatever. You're you're not going to be adding your strength to other people's strength until you're strong. Right. So, I also
0: think that. I'm sorry. I, I just also think that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of state crews that um, say, you know, okay, well, this movement is about going to bars and starting fights and just getting your presence known. That is so not the way to do it. Educate yourself. I this is, you know, educate yourself, I think, is the answer. Education, educating yourself on politics and just, you know, hitting it where it needs to be hit, pretty much.
3: Yeah, I I think you're right. I think uh, you got to get your, your life in order, first of all. There may, I don't know, it's hard to discourage right. anyone from violent acts against people who are committing or causing to be committed, as they love to say, causing to be published. You know, acts of violence against our own people every day. Uh, you know, to the tune of a million a year. But the best thing people can do is is uh, put yourself in a position to do the maximum good possible by staying out of debt and staying, you know, especially living a pretty clean life. Because this yeah. is hard enough on its own. And it, it's made, it's somewhat unpopular due to the media. There's actually a huge base of latent support that's proved by white people moving away from colored areas whenever they have the chance. The people are, are, uh, I wouldn't say they're with us, but they certainly wouldn't be opposed to our running the government in the interests of white people, and that that has to be kept in mind. So, Jeff, I don't know, we're at the top of the hour. Uh,
2: yeah, let's take a, we break. Get a break.
3: or keep going? Or uh,
2: yeah, yeah, let's take a break. Uh, and and uh, you know, uh, can you stay over uh, about a five-minute break, um, boot girl? Yeah, I can. Okay, okay. okay. Let's uh, let's all um, take a short break. I'll write I'll, I'll write this um, interview to this. So your is um, uh, so it your was it your mother? Yeah, my mother went there. Yeah, so she can listen. So let me roll a song here. You guys are going to have to uh, send me some songs you'd like to play. I don't have
3: too many. we need some new material. I think Craig had a couple he was suggesting.
2: Yeah, how about let's try this one here. Talking about niggers. VNM broadcasting we'll be back in about five minutes.
0: Well, I hate niggers every single day. Oh,
2: just as a note, everyone's when microphone I'm will be
1: radio waking you up